You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the professional on the go. Let's get it. Tuning into another episode of Building Three Pillars. I'm your host, John Waters. Hope you guys had an awesome weekend. Um, it was kind of cold out here. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, it wasn't very pleasant, but we survived. <laughs> uh, here in the States, we're getting ready for a big piece of our holiday season, that being Christmas. Um, I still have not done my Christmas shopping. Thank goodness for Amazon, right? Uh, but moving on. <laughs> Today's show is going to be about controlling the narrative. So I don't know how many of you guys have ever been in a position where, you know, it seems like no matter where you look, you can't seem to find anything good happening, you know, whether it be in your own life, personally or at work. It just seems like nothing ever seems to go your way. Or perhaps, you know, someone else who's in this position where every time you talk to them, they have nothing positive to say. You know, it could be the brightest day outside. They'll still find a way to talk about the shadows. You know, there's there are people like that. And hopefully after we get done with today's show, we'll have some words for them or maybe something we can just carry with ourselves to help us be on the clearer path whenever we're faced with dark times. All right. So as usual, I like to start these things off with a quote. Today's quote comes from Johnny Uzen. All right. I really do hope I'm saying this guy's name correctly. But anyhow, it says, if you want power, control the narrative in other people's head. If you seek happiness, control the narrative in your own head. And my question to you all is who is holding the pen? All right. So controlling the narrative. As I mentioned earlier, we uh, all know someone potentially, hopefully, maybe not, who uh, just seems to be in a bitter mood most of the time. Um, I, as I've mentioned before, have been guilty of this. Um, So I used to be under the impression that, you know, good things happen to other people. (laughs) Some people were just lucky. And when I was thinking these thoughts, I wasn't really taking into account the amount of blessings that were being bestowed upon me on a daily basis, you know, such as being able to wake up such as being able to be in a position to afford the life I had. I mean, it was just those small things that I just seemed to not really uh, notice in light of the other things that were happening around me. All right. So what are some of the things that, you know, cause us to be? Uh, For me, I would say it was my understanding of perception and reality. So... Uh, I'm under the impression that there really are no bad chapters when it comes to life, you know, so I've experienced quite a few ups and downs and I'm sure a lot of you can relate here recently, something pretty dramatic happened. I'm not going to go too far into detail, but let's just say I woke up and my car was not the way I left it. (laughs) Let's just say that. And at first I was like, what the heck? I walked outside, I did my thing and I was like, well, it's still not quite what I was expecting, you know, to be there, you know, and like, uh, it was interesting. It was interesting the way it popped off and needless to say, things got handled. But the biggest takeaway from that experience was the way I reacted to it, the way that I handled the situation. 
I couldn't help but, you know, be in a very optimistic place, knowing that I've been in similar situations, if not worse, before in my lifetime. And in those earlier days, I panicked. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. You know, I have to go get a new car now. The situation is beyond my control. However, in this particular instance, I was not in that frame of mind. I was well equipped to handle the situation. In fact, I was optimistic and looking forward to being able to do it. You know, it was it was very empowering. And then it was even more empowering to realize the growth that took place from the way I used to think to the way that I now currently do. And then what really allowed that to happen? Well, it's the idea that I didn't let what I first saw, what first met my eyes, dictate my perception of the whole situation. I decided that no matter what was going to happen, I would have some part in that. And maybe my situation is, you know, a little too dramatic. We can scale it back a little bit. You know, let's say that uh, you and a friend, you know, are listening to an audiobook. And let's say the topic of this audiobook is, you know, telling a dramatic life-changing story about how this person, you know, endured through some kind of difficulty and came out on the other side, maybe a little damaged, maybe a little, you know, worn, but overall better and stronger than they went in. Well, two different people can hear this story and take away two different stories. One person can hear this story and decide that there's so much, you know, uh, bravery. There's so much, you know, growth and hope inside this story. And the other person can hear the same story and decide there's nothing but despair. There's nothing but pain. There's nothing but tragedy, you know, and it's not limited to just this scenario. I'm sure you guys can take this idea and place it in any given situation where there are two people with differing viewpoints. What caused them to get that way? Why are there people who can, you know, always seem to find the silver lining, whereas everyone else or maybe other people around them may only be able to see the clouds? Why is that the case? And that's simply because for one reason or another, our perceptions have been manipulated or, you know, they've been controlled. And maybe it's because of the way we've grown up. Maybe it's because of the lessons we've learned along the way and what we took away from them. Um, our minds become our keys to freedom or the cages in which we die. And I posted this on my Facebook uh, earlier last week. I thought it was very, you know, uh, very much needed, not knowing the situation was going to unfold in my life later on in that week. All right, but let's go ahead and move on from that. Turning the page, turning the page. So this show is going to be a little different from some of the others I've done. I don't typically give out too many uh, steps in order to help you, you know, put into place the things in which the actual show is about. And so I'm going to go ahead and again, take this to fitness. As you guys know, that is my background. That is my playing field. And I want to talk about turning the page. I want to talk about some of the things that you can put into place to help you move forward. Um, I'm going to talk about the gym, but you can take this and apply it pretty much anywhere. All right. So some things we can do. Tip one, control what you feed your mind. All right. So earlier in my journey, um, not even with personal training, personal training was pretty much a byproduct of being in the Marine Corps and having the opportunity to work with others that exposed me to what it would be like to help people on a more grand scale on a grander scale, excuse me. But as far as 
allowing myself to look for the opportunities instead of, you know, the disasters that potentially awaited me outside, it became a matter of controlling what I feed my mind. It can, it became a matter of, you know, distancing myself from things that would cause me to be more anxious. Um, not listening to certain things, not watching certain movies, you know, not getting advice from certain people, um, which I'll talk about here in a little, a little bit, but controlling what I feed my mind. Uh, so I am a huge believer in auto suggestion. You know, there was a time when I would go to sleep and you may want to try this listening to pre-recorded uh, audio tapes or, you know, something on YouTube from people who did nothing but give you positive affirmations while you were sleeping. Nothing but positive affirmations. It may sound cheesy. It may sound, you know, like the lamest thing you could possibly do. But if your life is going in a direction that you're not satisfied with, I encourage you to try it. Um, also, realizing that I get to take part in this process. You know, I can write down the things that I read. I don't have to just be a consumer. I can be a creator. So once upon a time, I used to play the drums. That's where the whole creative side came from. And I, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I played it from the time I remember being able to walk up until the early years of high school. Uh, once I got done with the drums, I fell into writing. You know, I fell in love with the idea that I could create and destroy with my hands, not in the physical sense of, you know, hurting someone or tearing things down, but the idea that I could literally can create whole worlds if I chose to. And the same thing can be said with your literal life. You can create a whole new world, a whole new reality that you can reinforce by writing and reading what you wrote and only writing down the things and the attributes that you would like to see in your own life. Um, just some very simple things you can do that may be a little bit time consuming, but will definitely pay off on the back end of that. All right. And another thing that I decided that was necessary, which is tip two, is to audit your circle. So it's important to realize that just because you decide to make a change, there are going to be some people in your life who may not necessarily see a reason to implement those same changes. They may, in fact, even feel insulted that you feel that what you're currently doing isn't good enough because they may make the association that if it's not working for you, then maybe they're not working for you. And somehow there's something wrong with them. That is not the case. Um, but what is a big takeaway for this is to realize that sometimes you got to, you know, Get rid of some people, not in a mean way, but just distance yourself and give yourself the opportunity to grow and maybe come back around them when you're stronger. And then that would be up to you to decide if that's a person or a situation that you need to keep around. All right. But out of your circle, I mean, we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. All right. So if you want to be great, surround yourself with great people. If you want to continue having the life you are having, then, hey, stay where you are. Um, as you guys know, I like Eric Thomas. And one of the things he says is no offense. But when I dropped out of high school, I was hanging with high school dropouts. You know, take that and do what you will with it. Tip three, look for the blessings. So going back to my situation earlier, and I was speaking about the two people here in the story and taking away two different things. All right. Um, you can take that and you can use it in your daily life. So when you walk outside, you know, <laughs> It's weird. Not even when you walk outside, when you first wake up in the morning, you know, instead of waking up this morning, like, dang, it's Monday. Now I have to go do this. Now I have to go do that. Um, just revise that framework, revise the words you're using and look at it as an opportunity. You know, instead of saying I have to, I get to. Here in a little bit, I'm going to go to the gym and it's going to be cold. Um, I have a session this morning and it's going to be cold and I'm excited to go. I'm excited for the opportunity. I love what I do. I love 
And I am grateful for the fact that I get to wake up every day and do what I love to do in spite of what's happening around me. What I'm doing hasn't been majorly impacted and I'm blessed. And if you're getting up to go to work, no matter what your role is, the fact that you have a job is a blessing in itself, you know? And if you're one of those people right now who currently are unemployed, the fact that you were able to wake up this morning is a blessing and it's a promise for new opportunities. So definitely look for the blessings. And I know I said I would relate this to physical fitness. So let's go ahead and take that step and do that now. All right. So controlling what you feed your mind. If you hang around people who are unhealthy, um, if you listen to people, watch movies, do things that are just generally unhealthy, it's going to be more acceptable to you to participate in these things. You know, so one of the first things you can do is listen to an audio book, you know, look for reasons to be successful. Audit your story. Look back over the times that led you to where you are and ask yourself, is this what I want to continue doing? All right. Audit your circle. Now, when you look to make this change, it may be difficult, especially if you're not a self-starter, someone who's just, you know, inclined naturally to go to the gym and be in shape. Or if you don't have that history where you play sports in high school or college, or you have some kind of good old days to reminisce on, it may be a little bit more challenging for you to take that step as far as actually going into the gym or, you know, working out in the morning or working out after work, whatever that time is going to be for you to actually get it in. It may be a little bit more difficult, but if you can find an accountability partner, or maybe join some kind of Facebook group, or maybe join some kind of challenge, you know, uh, where other people are participating and holding each other accountable, your chances of success are going to go up exponentially. All right. And then looking for the blessings. Yes, you may currently be a little out of shape. You may currently be a little overweight. You may currently have some controllable medical condition that is the you know result of you doing some unhealthy things throughout your lifetime right um you have a role in that you can reverse a lot of the things that are happening to you and if not reverse them you can change the course of how they're going to play out all right but that is fully in your hands and went a little bit longer today (laughs) but uh some of my final thoughts for you guys as long as you control the thought you control the pain. All right. We are not responsible for our beginnings. We were born without our permission. But once we reach maturity, the way we live our lives becomes our responsibility. 